Thank you so much, Hillary. Uh, it is Friday, and I want to I want to talk to you. I'm I'm so concerned about uh, the next generation of kids, and people are always saying to me, "What do we do? What do we do? What do we do?" Here's what you do: you pull your kids out of school. That's what you do. Schools are completely mad now. Right now, 50 million kids are attending America's public schools. The left isn't hiding it anymore. It is indoctrination. The real-world skills like reading, writing, arithmetic, and American history have been replaced with social justice, gender confusion, and test-driven instruction in the classroom. That's why the Freedom Project Academy was created, to reverse this. Go to freedomforschool.com and request your free information packet today. That's freedomforschool.com. And also you can subscribe to their weekly podcast, The Dr. Duke Show, available on iTunes and more. Take back control of your kids' education. Take control of your country and your freedom again freedomforschool.com while you can the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program i got an i got an email last night from uh, michael rechtenwald he is a uh, professor at uh, nyu he was a guy who wrote white papers for communists for years and then he finally woke up just recently and he was like whoa 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 <laughs> this was theory for me this no this always ends in in death squads this is really bad uh and um he has he is woke and he wrote me last night he said i saw your special and he said, Glenn, uh, you're right spot on the money. He said, but I've cracked the code on one thing. He said, this is a different kind of socialism or authoritarianism. And I invited him to come on the show because he agrees with me. We're running out of time. Now, maybe he will be on with us, I hope, uh, early next week to explain his theory because I think he's right on the money. But... Time is of the essence because voices are being silenced. And I'm going to uh, talk to you about that. What the Pointer Institute did yesterday. Also, what Facebook did yesterday. It is bone chilling. Steven Crowder is going to be joining us here in just a few minutes because he looks like he and his four million YouTube followers are going to be banned from YouTube. Steven Crowder. All of that begins in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about 1-800-Flowers. Mother's Day is right around the corner. Um, I, 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 I came home last night and uh, my teenagers, I choke them to death at times. Uh, they were just being teenagers and... Uh, you know, it's like every night I come home and and uh, and it's and it's something new and exciting. And yet it's exactly the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm like, how is it that these teenagers don't see just basic logic? They don't wait, Stu. You're going <laughs> no. to love the teenage years. I can't wait. I can oh, totally see God. it coming. And I just, Fantastic. I'm get, you're getting to the point. Like you sound like you're a guy in a, your bathrobe on the front lawn. Get off get my off. lawn. You're no, I'm there. there. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> I love it. I am there. 
And I, I, I said to my wife last night, I said, you know, it's like one of these days, I think I'm just going to drive by the house. Be like, oh, I wonder who lives there. Move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then I realized, no, then you'd be trapped here all by yourself. Mm. Uh, my wife, she doesn't get to go away from it. She's there all day. <laughs> 1-800-Flowers. Mom deserves a nice day. 1-800-Flowers. Uh, if you go there right now, they have a special for you. Uh, let me look what the special is. It is 24 multicolored roses for 24 bucks. Oh, well, that's good. Is that, is that end? Yeah, that ends today. So 24 multicolored roses for $24. It's really easy. They're beautiful roses. Look, they're right here. See? See? See, oh, how, yeah. and see how tight they are in the bud? They will, they will actually bloom in the water. It's 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers.com. This uh, ends today. You have to use the promo code BECK. To get the twenty four uh, for twenty four bucks right now one eight hundred flowers dot com promo code back. So Stu, you want to start with pointer? Or you want to start with uh, Facebook? I think I think we got to start with Facebook. Okay, go ahead. Well, Facebook decided to do another new round of purging yesterday mm-hmm. in which they... Uh, I'm they, sorry. Are they, what was that word again? <laughs> purging? Purge. I thought that the was purge. A good... Really scary movie. Purges in the Soviet Union. Kind of scary. Mm. Kind of scary. Usually ends up with a bullet in your head. Now, I know that's a joke on this show because everything ends up with a bullet in your head. But we're starting to get to the point to where you can almost hear the guns being loaded. Well, the bullet has been put in the head of several people's businesses. Mm-hmm. I think you can say that. And I think uh, and it's certainly uh, muffled their voices in a really significant way. And some of these people are, uh, I don't know, some of my least favorite people on the planet. Yes. People like Alex Jones mm-hmm. uh, and also people like Louis Farrakhan, mm-hmm. who were both uh, banned. Now, I don't know about you, Stu, but, uh, you know, I'm 50-something years old. I stopped counting. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I've lived with Louis Farrakhan saying crazy, hateful things my whole life, and I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't like Louis Farrakhan. I think the man is a dangerous guy, but I've never, in, never in my life, thought, boy, you know what we should do? Shut him up. Oh, one of the thing I think that one of the best things that we can do is hear what he's saying. I yes. want to know what I, what Louis Farrakhan is telling. Uh, people in his congregations. Mm-hmm. I want to know because mm-hmm. it, it's certainly helpful for us. Yeah, does it help to silence Louis Farrakhan so you don't know what he's saying uh, to thousands, thousands of people? Mm-hmm. Is it best to just to uh, be completely oblivious to that? Or should we see what he's saying? And more importantly, lately, who exactly in Washington is in his audience? I will say, however, this move is likely the at least partially the fault of conservatives if you think it's a bad move and i look i have no love for louis farrakhan at all but the the approach here from conservatives largely has been when they go after someone who's supposedly on the right Mm -hmm. uh, and some of these people are and some of them aren't but you go after someone on the right and instead of saying like wait a minute this is this is wrong you shouldn't be banning anybody and then next time there's a controversy with someone on the left we have said look I don't want people on the left thrown off of these platforms either. Many people on the right or, you know, Republicans, conservatives, nationalists, whatever you think, 
many people on the uh, on that side of, of of the aisle have said, well, why haven't you banned Louis Farrakhan then? And we've even said it and before. It's, not, it's, it's, it's not, a very yeah, tra- I've said it, but it, I don't want anyone right. banned. Right. I'm saying, wait, <laughs> if this one's so bad, this one is really bad, and you're not banning. So what I think Facebook is doing here is, look, we're getting rid oh, of, of these people, they of course and they're they saying, are. well, what what's the typical talking point we hear every time we ban one of these guys? Well, why don't you ban Louis Farrakhan? So and, they did. I got news. Does for that you. feel good though? Does I, that, is that a win for us? I got news for you, Democrats. You better listen. You, you average oh, neighbor mm-hmm. Democrat, the one who just is just going down their own business and you're just thinking, well, they don't really mean they want to get rid of the free market system. No, they won't really do that. And, you know, people like, well, Breitbart, they're dangerous. Yeah, uh, I got news for you. You are going to be had next. Because if you don't think that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all of those other Democrats that you might go, well, they're a little crazy or a little old or whatever, but, you know, they're the ones really running the show. No, they're not. No, they're not. You have opened up Pandora's box. And now the people who are actually running the show. I mean, look at Ocasio-Cortez. She was nobody she was a nobody 18 months ago. She now has the clout to be able to threaten the people in Congress on the Democratic side. If you don't vote with us, we are going to send our troops into your district and we're targeting you. They are terrified of the left. And I'm sorry, but it is those people It is those people that have the ear of Facebook. It is media matters. It is the Southern Poverty Law Center. They are in collusion. We have the documents. Did you know that media matters? And if you're on the left, I'm sorry, not on the left. If you're a Democrat, you need to look into media matters. You need to see who these people really are. They're not just some, well, it's just somebody who's just trying to keep things fair. No, really? No, of course not. It's not what's happening. And these people are the ones who are inside now saying who gets to speak and who doesn't. And I'm telling you, if you start, we are very close for it being too late for the Democrats to stand up and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys are a little too crazy here. You're in bed with care. You're in bed with Islamists. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. It's it's the hour is growing late for Democrats and they will target you. You. This is the old poem. First, they came for the trade unionist, and I said nothing because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then they came for the capitalist, and I wasn't a capitalist, so I didn't say anything. You better speak up now, because this one is, first, they came for Alex Jones, and I thought he was horrible, and so, uh, you know, I didn't say anything. I'm going to give you the next one. Next, Pointer Institute, which I'll talk to you about in a second. Next, they came for the Washington Examiner. (laughs) And I didn't say anything because I didn't even know what the Washington Examiner was. The next one is, then they came for the regular Democrat. And I wasn't a regular Democrat, so I didn't say anything. You're toast. You are toast. These guys are truly the kind of people that lead us to Venezuela. Stop lying to yourself. That's who these people are. 
And we should also uh, look at ourselves here because we need a little examination in the mirror of how we handle these things. Because when the left comes up with this uh, with a crappy standard like this, hey, we're going to fire people for things that they say, even when they're dumb. They're just we're going to get rid of them. We're going to ban them from all these platforms. We have a choice to make either to argue for a better standard or to argue that their crappy standard should be applied more broadly. And we constantly argue that side of it. Hey, you know the crappy thing that's hurting us? We should make it hurt the left too. And what does that do? It just codifies that standard. And now that standard can be applied more broadly. So it happens, this thing that we think is unjust happens to more people. Here's what's going to happen. I can, I can tell you right now, here's what's going to happen. They're going to start talking about some sort of a public utility. They're going to say, you know what? The internet is really a public utility. I mean, Facebook, Google, it's so big. It's a public utility. Mark Zuckerberg is begging for this. Now, why would they beg for this? Because it's corporate socialism. They're going to get into bed with the United States government. And do you think that's going to work out well when the government has access to the information and data systems of Facebook and Google. Do you see what we're building here? Yeah, scary. And you want to go even scarier than this? Because, you know, look, it was people from InfoWars. It was people. It was Louis, P- Louis Farrakhan. Another one was Paul Nalen, who is, uh, you know, to me, an awful, awful guy who ran for Congress and has said all sorts of anti-Semitic things, among others. But can you... Can you constitutionally even ban a candidate who's running for office? I know we've done this a million times. We play these things every single campaign cycle. Some cake, legit KKK member will run for Congress and radio stations are forced to play their ads. Where they're saying horrible things, the worst things you can imagine, but they can't do anything about it because of campaign finance laws. They're going to ban people who are actually potentially running for office? This new decision from Facebook, if you get on Facebook and you defend the people who are have been banned, you say Laura Loomer is great. I, what is what has Laura Loomer done? What is the Washington Examiner done? And that's what you're is, not. That's isn't, this isn't you saying these things. This is if you go yeah. online and say these things. Thank you, because it'll be right. taken by media matters and taken out of <laughs> out of context, and of then course. we'll be banned. But if you say that on Facebook, you can now be banned. Here's the quote: In some instances, when Facebook bans an individual or organization. It also restricts others from expressing praise or support for them on its platforms. So they disappear. This is, I mean, what? this is insane. This is what they did to the Jews. If somebody just disappeared, if your neighbor who was Jewish just disappeared, do not ask where they went. Don't ask that. That was the law. Don't ask, because if you if you really want to know, oh, you'll find out you'll be on the next train. This is how it started. Who was the person that came up was initially talking about digital ghettoization? Who do you remember who that was? Yeah, It was uh, uh, I want to say Edwin Black. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, that's, a, that's it. I mean, obviously, the there's a there's massive differences here. But listen, I mean, that no, is it, the same same process. It's being applied to speech. Yeah, it's right? digital. Yeah. It's ju- it's not it's not physical right. yet. Yep. But it is digital. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't physical at the beginning in no, Germany either. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. First, first, you just couldn't have a. You just couldn't have a business. A, a business. That? You couldn't have a car. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have. Uh, you couldn't have your own radio. 
I mean, you, 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 you would lose your phone rights. Hello? Is anybody paying attention? This is, again, you don't necessarily get to the end of a road when you start walking down it. But if, if what is at the end of the road is something you don't like, don't, don't take steps. Don't start walking down, down that road. Don't start walking down that road. All right. Let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Filter By. Um, uh, spring is here. Pollution. Uh, I'm sorry. Pollen is in the air. We no, pollution have... is too. Yeah. <laughs> and that just comes. Did it doesn't have to be a- spring. Did you see AOC? What she said yesterday about um, she she was talking about uh, we had somebody from the fossil fuels industry come in and testify that fossil fuels can be good and healthy. Oh, my gosh. No, you're kidding me. What do you think is holding all of those little cold tablets into the (laughs) capsule, you idiot? That is a fossil fuel petrochemicals. What do you think Vaseline is? What do you what do you have any idea when they give you a shot with a syringe? What do you think the little plunger thing is made out of? Yeah. Fossil fuels. Yeah. Here's the thing. Well, here's a nice thing. Let me give you a little graph to work on at home. Little boys and girls chart on the graph. uh, Number one, uh, life expectancy. Uh, Number two, global population. And number three, CO2 emissions. See how close those lines are. What you're going to find is they're almost identical. When one goes up, the others are going up. When one goes down because you've banned it, the others go down. Yeah. When we oh have global I, uh, recession okay. is the only time the other line goes down. You know, I banned myself. You, I, I'm you, really you struggling are, hard not you are. to call people morons. So I said, I don't want to call people morons, so I have to just get it out of my system right now. And I'm not going to say it about anybody in particular, but there's a lot of freaking morons out there right now. And I'm losing my mind because we're not waking up. Where's your bottom, America? Where's your bottom? I think you're still in the middle of a commercial, by the way. I am? So to point that out. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, filter by. <laughs> Maybe there should be some filters on this program today. Anyway. <laughs> Filter by filterbui.com. Tell them I sent you. It's uh, well worth it. Um, they'll save money on your filters. They'll deliver them automatically so you can concentrate on the things that you have to concentrate on, like all the morons that you're surrounded by. <laughs> filterbui.com. Uh, filterbui.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so um, the Journalism Institute of of Pointer, you know who point, the Pointer Institute is, don't you? Still, yes, I we've uh, they've not always been friendly to us, but yeah, they're but supposedly they're a very uh, respected journalistic institute. Are they the people behind FactCheck.org? Uh, I think they I are. I think they are, right? Um, yeah, they're very respected. And, so, you know, look. Uh, In fact, one of the founders of The Blaze, Betsy Morgan, was on their board of directors for a long time. Is she now? I don't know. I don't think she is. Okay, yeah. I, don't, I mean, certainly she would have nothing to do with this nonsense. But, no. Uh, it, it is one of those things where they are, they have been generally uh, well respected. Uh, at times, they've taken, mm-hmm. they've been rough on conservatives, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But. They seem to be ratcheting that up to a new level. Well, um, they've started the International Fact-Checking Network. Uh, and they've just come out with a uh, data set that they call the UnNews. Now, these are the most unreliable, most unreliable news sites. 
And it's beyond just a list of unreliable news sites, and I'll explain why here in a second. But on it, uh, here's some of the highlights. Breitbart, Daily Wire, Judge, uh, Drudge Report, Free Beacon, Judicial Watch, Live Action News, The Media Research Center, PJ Media, Project Veritas, Red State, Twitchy, The Washington Examiner, and The Blaze. Now, this is only a problem because they are the ones who Facebook, Google, iTunes, they go to and say, well, who can we trust? Who should we ban? Well, there's the list. And if you don't think it's a list of people you should ban, why would they why would they include the language and call this a blacklist? I thought blacklisting people was something you didn't want to do. George Soros's open fun, uh, open sources, or, or I'm sorry, um, um, what was his um, open society? Open Institute? Society Institute gave them 1.3 million dollars in a grant for funding this. So you you know you you know exactly uh, what it is. But here's what it says at the end: uh, If you want to stop, uh, if you want to change the world, you have to stop funding misinformation. And that's why that's why marketers can create their own blacklists. Advertisers don't want to support publishers that might tar their brand with hate speech, falsehoods and some kinds of political messaging. That's part of this list. They're compiling this list so advertisers can pull all of their advertising money from these sites. Now, this works hand in hand with Facebook going, you know what? I don't think we should sponsor them. Um, YouTube, four million followers of Steven Crowder. Four million. He's about to lose that platform because, you know, he's, well, he's out of control. He's just out of control. Steven Crowder now being silenced. He joins us next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's LifeLock. Latest trend for dark web cyber criminals is uh, hacking into sensitive networks to steal the identities of children and then sell that personal data on the dark web. Now, here's the reason why they steal the the information from children, because children have, what, 15 18 years before they really start to spend any kind of money or need a credit analysis. So you've got all this time to just destroy the credit of this individual. This is uh, a growing reality, and it's because of, uh, you know, the, wor- the world is going into cyber wars, and there's not going to be anybody who's on the sidelines. They're going to destroy everything. Just as bombs did in World War II Europe, uh, cyber bombs are going to do the same to each of us. So you need somebody protecting you, and LifeLock is the best in the business. Please, let them guard your information. Nobody can stop all of it, but they're the best in the business and help to fix it if it goes wrong. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. 
If you want to support Steven Crowder, a great way to do it is uh, subscribing to Blaze. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. After a childhood full of unsuccessful attempts to pull the wool over mom's eyes, I don't think really mom is uh, is going to miss that last-minute Mother's Day gift and really think that that was something truly thoughtful. This Mother's Day, don't settle for anything other than really thoughtful. Right now, the biggest and the brightest bouquets from 1-800-Flowers.com will do the job. They have amazing offers on a beautiful Mother's Day bouquet and arrangement starting at $29.99 with an amazing selection of sweets and treats and bouquets, really anything that you can think of. 1-800-Flowers has it. For Mother's Day. Mother's Day bouquets and arrangements start now at $29.99. An amazing offer, but you have to order today. Make sure you lock in this offer only good while supplies last. After you've chosen the gorgeous bouquet or arrangement, just pick a delivery date and let 1-800-Flowers handle the rest. 1-800-Flowers. Trust them to make mom feel loved. To order beautiful and vibrant Mother's Day bouquets starting at $29.99, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash back. Order today. Save at 1-800-Flowers.com slash back. Well, another right-wing extremist, you know, the kind of right-wing extremist like Louis Farrakhan is. Um, right-wing extremist uh, Stephen Crowder is uh, joining us now, a guy who is in jeopardy of losing his over 4 million followers on YouTube. Quite honestly, a company he helped build by promoting it and being on it. Uh, now they are saying that, um, well, he's violating all kinds of rules and he... Now has three strikes against him. Uh, Stephen, give me the update. What's happening with you and, and YouTube? Well, first, you know, I've, I've seen better days. I uh, Last week, I went on a couple's cruise, and um, next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting my feet and levels checked and uh, being told about Xenu when I have measles. So, warning <laughs> oh to everyone gosh. out there. Yeah, make sure you get get it get it right before you know the timeshare sale. There isn't exactly what uh, what's built. Um, no, I do. I, I hate to correct you there. We we don't have three strikes on YouTube, so I don't want to get super nerdy on this. But we were going to have three hard strikes on my YouTube channel, which, like you said, is close to four million subscribers. Um, and with my lawyer, we we kind of negotiated that down to one hard strike. Uh, and. and you know, here's the thing. A lot of these are false copyright claims. This happens because there are big corporations that abuse the system and YouTube doesn't really follow the law. And not just conservatives deal with that, of course. But when you add that up, the cumulative effect of everything being demonetized, of other videos also being uh, either removed or deemed a violation of services, we really do have to deal with it on all fronts. And it's a constantly changing rule game. That's the issue here with places like YouTube. And, you know, I've gone out and met with the executives at YouTube. So is my lawyer. We've sat down and said, okay, what what are the rules? This is your platform. That's fine. Do you want conservative voices? They kept saying, yes, 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 we do. We said, okay, how do we need to create content to make sure that that, that we're not afoul of any of these rules? And we followed all of them. And and, and now they've changed. Um, so to give you an idea, Glenn, this is a little bit nerdy, but this is how it used to work. You used to get hit with a copyright claim on YouTube, okay? And then um, you would file a counterclaim. Mm-hmm. And the people who were hitting you with a copyright claim had 10 days to file suit. That's the legal process. In other words, they say, hey, we think this is copyright. You say, no, it's not. And then they say, okay, we're going to sue you or not. Now, we've never lost a case. Shia LaBeouf, the Bob Ross estate, 
Um, I think the carbon. Bob Ross's estate. (laughs) Oh, that was a great episode too, Stephen. That was a great episode. Classic. Yeah. Well, yeah. Naturally, we kind of expected to get in some hot (laughs) or dead. One of the two. Yeah. If you paint Muhammad as Bob Ross in a parody of the (laughs) article, you've kind of decided your line of work. Yes. You can hear the sound of the door slamming behind you. Yes. Last one, we we did a parody of Kiss's Dr. Love, and we did Dr. Trump, and we created the track from the ground up. So in other words, we have the project file. We can show this isn't a karaoke track. We created a track. It's clearly parody. We went through the effort of making a music video. And uh, this video was run in three different videos in the form of a clip, one clip or another. So boom, it was going to be three strikes. And we said, well, hold on a second. We'll just remove it here from the other places. We'll keep it up um, and we'll, we'll file a counterclaim. And YouTube said, well, that's not how it works now. We've changed the rules. You're going to get hit with a hard strike. But if you take the hard strike, then you can file your counterclaim, and they'll have 10 days to file suit against you well, and sue you. So, do they remove the hard strike? Well, that's, this is how it used to be. It used to be before the hard strike. Right. So we said, okay, we'll incur the risk. We'll let our channel get a hard strike. Because if you get three, your channel's gone. It's gone for good, baby. So we said, okay, we'll take one hard strike here. We'll file the counterclaim, and then they can sue us, put their money where their mouth is. Instead, we allowed the hard strike, we filed the counterclaim, and then YouTube just rejected the counterclaim. This has never happened before. It is the, the duty, the onus is on them to sue us yes. to prove that we're guilty. Stephen, I rejected it without reason. Stephen, what what would you say uh, about uh, Stu? What's you know the guy who does the parody songs that you've always loved uh, for you know Eat It. What's his name? Weird Al Yankovic. I'm a nerd. I guess I'm a nerd. What you just did is what Weird Al always has done. Right. So yeah. what is the difference? Well, that's where, you know, you, you, you suspect foul play because we're a conservative. And I, I don't think it's completely ill-founded when you look at the fact that they just, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram just banned you know, Alex Jones, Milo, Paul Joseph Watson, and as you said, far right Louis Farrick. Far right Louis Farrick. Oh wait, wait, wait! You have to hear from what? Wait, wait! I have to give you this. This will your your head will explode. This is actually what. Uh, the Washington Post responded, it's perilous to force uh, to force strict left right labels and framing on political extremists. But even an elementary understanding of Farrakhan's beliefs place him on the American political right. What? Yeah. People assume the opposite because he and his followers are black. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I think Farrakhan assumes the opposite because he says, nah, it's the opposite. Also, I hate Jews. I think that's why. And someone's going to quote me saying I hate Jews. No, no. Literally, Farrakhan has said that Jews are the devil. Okay, let's be. And here's the thing. Just to to give you an idea, I disagree with Farrakhan and everything he stands for. I would never dream of trying to get him banned. I want him out there so that I can fight so his do I. better ideas. I despise yeah. Louis Farrakhan. I despise him. But he has been a part of my life, my whole life. He's been saying crazy things since I think before I was born. And we've all seemed to survive it. We cannot right. begin to ban speech, period. Right. Well, they've already begun to ban speech. And the thing is, you know, we're... I, I don't say, I don't want to say this to sound like it's boastful, but we're far and away the number one conservative YouTube channel that's, that's ever oh, yeah. existed, ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for it. And the issue is, you know, listen, if we're going to be banned from YouTube, and I don't know that we will, there's no one left. It just means they don't want conservative voices. I mean, we host people of all different kinds of opinions, of all different walks of life. For crying out loud, this is the channel that does change my mind, which is literally 45 minutes to an hour of completely unedited, long-form civil discussions with kids on college campuses. And now we're doing segments where we actually just moderate college students uh, conversing with each other and rationalizing their positions. And of course, all those videos are demonetized. We've accepted that for a long time, but here's my question. This is the ultimate question. We're going to fight this legally. People can, can follow me and, of course, join up at the Blaze TV and, and, and support us. But if Change My Mind, which is a segment that we do that, again, is one hour, no profanity, unedited, completely contextual of people conversing in a civil dialogue, if that is demonetized. If that is considered a violation of YouTube's policies, can someone please tell me how can conservatives be on the platform? How? What would be acceptable? If not that, what? And no one has given me an answer. I don't know how much more um, productive it could possibly be. At a certain point, they just have to say, now, listen, we don't want any conservatives on the platform. But they're not, and that's a dishonest business practice. If today YouTube said, all right, we're getting rid of anyone who's right of center. We'd be having a different conversation, and I'd say, okay, at least they're being honest about it. They're not. And, uh, you know, I have to have lawyers. You know, I have one great half-Asian lawyer. I don't have a fleet of lawyers like most media entities do, but we really did. We have to fight this stuff legally on a daily basis. It becomes a part of the conservative business model if you just want to take part on social media you have to have legal consultants. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Stephen Crowder, thank you so much. Thanks for everything that you do. Thanks for leading the way um, and, uh, and, and being um, brave enough to do the stuff that you do. You're, I mean, in some ways, you're borderline nuts for doing <laughs> it um, because yeah. it's, it's a great risk to you personally. Uh, and to you professionally, um, and I admire you for that, and I'm 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 glad to work by your side, even in the background, just cheering you on from the cheap seats. But thank you so much, Steve. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and everybody there, please get your your measles vaccination before you go on a cruise. I learned the hard way. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Stephen. I appreciate it. Um, there you heard it, uh, Stephen Crowder, anti-vaxer, right there. That's what you heard. That's what I. <laughs> That's what does I he don't. really have measles? Is that is that? I think I think yeah, oh I think he God. does. Yeah. I cannot believe. Yeah, he's I, bad. He's believe. in bad shape. Poor Stephen. <laughs> yeah, jeez, he's he's had a rough run here. Listen, I mean this sincerely. Go support, uh, go support Ben Shapiro if you think he's if he's making the biggest impact. I'm trying to get, convince all these people to come together so we can all just be together and we can have one beachfront. Please, if you can only support one, pick one. It could be The Blaze. It could be Bill O'Reilly. It, Coming it, up next it, hour, by the way. Yeah, it could be Ben Shapiro. Please just support us. Um, uh, you know, I just got an email, and I, I just want to read this real quick. I just got this in. Uh, Glenn, I'm a disabled American Christian who just gave up my Netflix to support you because I believe in you. I uh, loved you on Fox and uh, looked for you after. Uh, I became a yada, yada, yada. I watched your uh, radio program every day. I take notes and I try to spread the word, yada, yada, yada. Um, 
she goes into uh, could collecting emails help people like Steven Crowder stay in touch with his followers? In other words, if they shut us out of social media, God will provide another way, I'm sure. Amy, uh, thank you. And I know this is a sacrifice for nine ninety nine ninety nine or nine ninety five, whatever it is. Um, I know this is a sacrifice for people, and I appreciate it. And if you can't afford it, you're doing you know you're doing what you can anyway. So we appreciate it. We just want you in the fight. Um, if you can't afford it, we sure appreciate it um, because we are they're they're starting to choke us. Uh, to death and that i mean all of us they're I'll, choking us to death i'll say too i i would disagree with the uh characterization of it being a sacrifice it's great freaking value no it is it is it, i know it, but look, people if you, have, if you no, don't have the money people you can't have priorities of course people have priorities um but i mean there's a lot of sh- i mean just steven's show by itself is worth 995 a month it is uh if you and then you add on this one and and wonder uh well whatever world of stew is obviously worth 900 dollars yeah. a month yeah uh, but that in, in and uh you know chad prather and mark levin and in uh you know eric bowling and there's so many great hosts there's so much them. great content Stucky, uh ali stucky stucky's great anyway um it, we we just would like you we'd like your support um but she brought up a really good point at the end could emails uh help Yes, we were all foolish enough to help build Facebook and YouTube, and they own all that information. So I may have, what, I don't know, two or three million followers uh, on Facebook, but I don't have any of that information. So when they cut me out of your feed through their algorithm, I can't contact you. Hmm. So the best thing you can do is subscribe to our free newsletters. Go to either The Blaze and subscribe to The Blaze. Subscribe to glenbeck.com, our newsletter that comes out every day. That's the only way we can contact you if they start to choke us off. Thank God, quite honestly, for iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio I've been a partner with since 1990. And these people have a backbone. And they are not flinching when it comes to freedom of speech. And that is, there is no company... No company that I have partnered with that is better than iHeartMedia. This radio station that you are hearing my voice on right now, support them. Support them. Support them by supporting their advertisers. Help them in any way that you can. This this needs to be a clarion call. Voices are being snuffed out. Do what you can to help us. At least, at least pray for us, because things are changing in this country quickly. All right, want to tell you about Simply Safe, 100% committed to helping you fear less at home. Uh, new data set from uh, 2018 shows 88% of all burglaries happen in the home, they're residential. 77% of all crimes are property crimes. Three out of four homes are going to be broken into in the next 20 years, and the renter is the most vulnerable. Now, the the renter is hard because the renter probably doesn't have, you know, uh, an alarm system because it's expensive or because you're renting and you don't want to put that expense into the into the house that you're just renting uh, or you can't wire it. Well, Simply Safe is there. Simply Safe is a fraction of a cost. It is much better uh, than your wired services in the old line using the old line technology. You can get the best service, the best uh, high-tech equipment, 
and it's all wireless. So you can take it with you to the next place uh, and you own the system. It is simply safe. Protect yourself. They're now protecting over 3 million people. Protect yourself with Simply Safe. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get a 10% discount at SimplySafeBeck.com. Free shipping, free returns, 10%. SimplySafeBeck.com. Welcome to the program. We have an important pointer update. We do. This is an organization that named uh, 500 or, uh, unreliable news websites, including uh, The Blaze. Uh, that uh, they just couldn't, could, they were the unnews, as they call it. Unnews, and by the way, that has news. huge ramifications for us, huge ramifications. And it's not just uh, in algorithms, it's also for uh, advertisers. They're using this as a blacklist yep. for advertisers. You'll be happy to know that they can no longer use that because as of to, uh, to today, the Pointer Institute is reversing its decision. They are saying their aim was to provide a useful tool for readers to gauge the legitimacy of the information they were consuming. Soon after it was published, we received complaints from those on the list and readers who objected to the inclusion of certain sites and the exclusion of others. We began an audit to test the accuracy and veracity of the list, and while we feel that many of the sites did have a track record of publishing unreliable information, our review found weaknesses in the methodology. Oh, really? They found weaknesses after they listed a a group Mm -hmm. of people and said, witches, burn them. Yeah. Huh. Uh, we detected inconsistencies between the findings of the original database, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the list was intended to be a starting place for readers and journalists. It was not intended to be definitive. We you know, regret that we failed to ensure the data was rigorous before publication. Right. So the people who are saying these are unreliable sites mm-hmm. has admitted today, 24 hours later, that we're an unreliable site. they got to put themselves on their own Yeah, their own put list. yourself uh, there. It's weird because... That sounds an awful lot like what Joseph McCarthy would have said. You know what? We, we're just trying to find out. We're trying to find out who communists were and who what. Sorry, it ended up in prison. We 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 didn't see that one coming. All right, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor uh, before we get to Bill O'Reilly. It's American Financing. Whether you're buying first, next, or your forever home. When you make the right investment, um, it's sometimes really frightening if you don't have somebody that you trust that is helping you through this. I mean, I literally signed a, a, the day I signed the mortgage on my home. The, I finished the signature. It was the ink wasn't even dry. And the banker put their hand on my shoulder and said, you know, you're never going to sell this. And I was like, what? What? I mean, it was incredible. You need somebody who's on your side. Uh, And that would be American Financing. Go to AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, and let them get you into the right home and the the right financing for your home. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, I believe is the number. AmericanFinancing.net. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. (sighs) This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, there's nothing going on, really. I mean, there's nothing happening on Capitol Hill. There's nothing happening with the media and Facebook banning voices and banning you if you defend those voices. There's nothing happening. There's there's nothing happening, you know, on abortion, you know, with a congressman who said, hey, kill him now or kill him later. You're either going to kill him at birth or you're going to kill him in the electric chair. Only to then respond to his critique by saying we should kill the retarded and Donald Trump has a retarded son. We should have killed him. He proves my point. Mm. Holy cow. It's just conflict free. It's conflict free Friday. Good news is Bill O'Reilly is here and he is 
he is always the horse whisperer. There's never, there's never anything to get riled up about when O'Reilly is on. Bill O'Reilly next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. See, for me, Glenn, Mother's Day is easy. I don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about such things. I've already hooked my mom up with some Chamonix. Really? Yes. She already has this stuff, and she already loves it, and I already knew she loved it, so I didn't have to worry about it. I just was easy. This is an easy one So in other words, you bought this for your mom before, Mm -hmm. and now you're saying, I don't have to buy her a Mother's Day present. I Well, I've replenished her supply. Oh, really? Of Chamonix, and that's, you know... And that combined with multiple decades so, of being a perfect son. So makes when you say, so how do you say? Because I know in the commercial it says, you know, hey, get rid of the turkey neck. I'm sure you didn't <laughs> say to your mom, hey, mom, this will help you get rid of that turkey neck. You gobble, know, gobble, gobble, gobble. Skin care is important, Glenn. Right. And uh, <laughs> mom, your skin could use some tightening <laughs> no. up. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's not what I said. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I will say this, however. Moms do a lot of hard work, as you pointed out earlier yes. on, on today's program. Yes. And, you know, your, your kid might not be as perfect as me. <laughs> treat yourself. This is a treat yourself moment yeah. here on Mother's Day. Uh, you can go to uh, get this stuff. for Now, you, Glenn, you mentioned the turkey neck, the sag, double chin, the sagging jawlines, or just you make don't it have to make this better. about me. Stop making this about me. You we were talking about America's your mom. face of the double chin, though, I, I feel mean, like at this point in your life. Uh, you know, it really pisses me off that the guy who's now doing what's his name, you know, Price is Right. Mm-hmm. I, I at least had somebody who was always fatter than me. I could always say, well, look, no, no. Colonel Sanders. People say, you look like Colonel Sanders. Have you looked at Colonel Sanders? He looks better than I do. <laughs> he had all the free fried chicken oh he could eat. Gosh, and, uh, I mean, he was eating it out of his trunk. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> he was selling it out of the trunk of his car, and he still looked better than me. All right. So GenuCell has the jawline treatment. Can I take formulated- a bath in that stuff? <laughs> It's formulated with MDL technology. Uh, this works. Uh, and, and in fact, you don't have to worry about uh, if you're a doubter, if you're a skeptic, that's fine uh, because it's a money back guarantee here. For one more week, the GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free when you order the classic GenuCell for eye bags and puffiness. And with instant effects, you see results in the first 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. If you go to GenuCell.com, it's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Or call 1-800-577-8709. They have a surprise Mother's Day premium gift with all orders. Call now 800-577-8709 or visit GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Bill O'Reilly. Facebook began another round of purges yesterday. How long before they get to you and me? You know, I don't know much about that world. Uh, <laughs> we use it on BillOReilly.com. Yeah, and the Facebook machine? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you get the stuff out. Right. Because that is a powerful way to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have any trouble with them. I mean, I we use them, and we're fairly responsible. However... Um, there are First Amendment protections for organizations that deal um, with news and public affairs. So, well, the Pointer I, Institute, Pointer Institute, yesterday came out and issued a list. Yeah, I saw that. You were on that list. Yeah, I'm on but that. That's not. See, the Pointer Institute is is really a piffle, a piffle. They're not important. Is that a, is that a word of the day? Or are you going to save it for yeah, another piffle, one? A piffle, a piffle is a word with of the day. A P. Okay. Um, but Facebook is. 
All right. So the Pointer Institute. Well, the Pointer Institute. But the no, no, no. Pointer Institute. This and Bill O'Reilly's that, and it doesn't matter. No, Pointer Pointer Institute is respected by the left and people like Facebook, and they use things like the Pointer Institute to be able to change their algorithm and say, no, well, we've discussed this with experts. We're just going with the best experts that are out there that are saying these are you know unreliable. I mean, that's that's how Apple decides Uh, who goes in their Apple News. What I'm trying to say is that if you if you have an organization um, that is being harmed um, by another organization and you can prove your freedom of speech constitutional rights are being violated that other organization is in trouble well so let me ask you this youtube right now is going after um, uh, uh, people because of copyright laws now, you and I know, I, a, I, I appreciate copyright laws. My stuff has been taken, and I have, to, I have to have attorneys that are watching over our copyright laws. Sure. However, there is something called fair use. Now, if you take a whole show of mine and you put it on the platform and you're getting money for it, then that's a problem. However, fair right. use is something that we all know about. Facebook and YouTube now are going after cons- uh, conservatives by claiming fair use, uh, by claiming copyright laws. And, and we had a team of attorneys in this week because we last week we were flagged like 50 different times for fair use issues. And we're like, wait, this is what? This is what you do. You show somebody on MSNBC talking, saying something stupid, and then you comment on it. That's fair who, use. Who drove that action against you? YouTube. Uh, MSNBC. All right. So MSNBC didn't like the fact that you were using clips of their shows. Yes, and it's not just them. Yeah, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's not just them, but they were one of the main culprits. All right. But there is a fairly well-defined fair use uh doctrine yes but um, youtube in, um youtube the fcc right but, but you, youtube you know, is not covered by the fcc that, you don't have a problem fcc is not co- it does not cover you uh youtube youtube says you know they have their own rules no well, no but i'm not talking about youtube i'm talking about you you're the blaze so you guys don't have any downside now if you want then to say to youtube Hey, the federal government is fine with what we're doing. Can you explain further why you're giving us a hard time? That puts YouTube in jeopardy. I remember when I was young and naive. <laughs> I think you need to hire me back. Uh, <laughs> I need to come in and take over the operation. I don't know. Okay, so let let me go to uh, let me go to this. We'll do one more thing on on social media. Barack Obama now hired by Netflix to do history programming well barack obama is a production company and um i don't begrudge him that no he can uh do whatever he wants to do in that area so he's going to make uh barack obama history stuff Mm -hmm. and netflix thinks that enough people will watch it to make it profitable Mm -hmm. I i don't have a beef with any of that as long as we know um what the production is and and who's behind you know, it's it. really strange and, though you know it's really strange is right. i've gone to netflix with history no they're not interested in history i i bet bill o'reilly well, and you. glenn beck could both walk in well, and look, say if i brought something to netflix the odds are that i wouldn't i would i got four movies made from the killing books okay yes but the the movies that i got made were made by companies friendly correct to 21st Century Fox. Correct. If I had taken my movies to Spielberg 
or to Katzenberg or to Disney, I would have got no. Right. Because but here's what you're. But here's what you're. Here's what you're. Hollywood on ideology. Here's Absolutely. what you're. Here's what you're failing to to recognize. I think, Bill, and that is, the the times are changing, and it is the kids are not watching television. They're just not watching it. They're watching no, everything I, I, on I, YouTube. I get that. I know. Yeah, everything is on YouTube, Netflix, Amazon. If right. we if we are boxed out of Netflix, YouTube, Amazon. There's no way to communicate it's to the next hard. generation. There's going to have to be another company that comes in to do programming, just like Fox News came on the scene to challenge the liberal media 23 years ago. That's what's going to happen. You're not going to change the culture or force private companies to be fair. Okay, so how do That's you... not going to happen. So another you... production company is going to have to rise up. This is theory now, uh, Bill, and I know you don't engage in theory, but I would like to hear your response to my theory. I believe that, I mean, Zuckerberg is calling for more regulation on him. What company ever calls for more regulation? You know what I'd like? You know what we need around here? We need more government inspectors. We need more government regulation. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. He's calling for more regulation. And I think with the moves that are making, you're going to see even the the conservatives say, you know, these these platforms, they're they're uh, they're they're utilities. It's like the phone. It's a utility. We should regulate those things. I think that the government getting involved and 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 regulating uh, things like Google and uh, and uh, and Facebook is coming and it is going to be really, really bad because the socialists in these corporations and the socialists in our government are going to love to have that much control, power and information. Well, it's not going to happen under the Trump administration. They won't do it. But if there is a liberal president next time around or in six years, then what you're saying is probably going to happen. But there is a lot of money, and I mean big, serious money, on the right in this country. And there's no reason why they can't start to form companies that compete against Zuckerberg and the others, because they would make money. There's a huge audience, as Fox News has proven, that want to see programming that isn't skewed left. And, you know, when it comes right down to it, we don't want government pinheads telling creative people what to do. We don't. But we have to really understand that the entertainment industry, and that encompasses books and movies, is 80% left-wing. And they hire based on their ideology, and not only on getting, skill or creativity. And they're only getting worse. So other private companies have to come up. All right. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, more with him in just a second. We're going to talk to him about uh, the economy, also the Democrats uh, and uh, what's happening with Barr in the House. But first, let me stop for just one minute. Back to Bill O'Reilly in one minute. uh, Tell you about the USCCA. That's United States Concealed Carry Association. They are dedicated to educating, training and legally protecting Americans like you, because we've all heard the stories. You use your gun. God forbid your life is destroyed. You're protecting yourself, depending on the state. One reason I live in Texas, (laughs) they have the castle doctrine. Somebody comes into your house and they are threatening you and your family. You can use your gun. You do that in New York. 
God help you. You do that in 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 Washington, D.C. or or Chicago or or California. God help you. That's where the USCCA comes in. Now, listen, they have a hundred and sixty four page life saving booklet right now. It's called the Complete Concealed Carry and Family Defense Guide. This is really important. They have also made it on audio, so you can get the free audio. This is 100% free. They just want to introduce themselves uh, to you, and they want, to, they want to introduce themselves by showing you what they can do to help your family. So this is free. How to see attackers before they see you. How to survive a mass shooting scenario. Best tactical places to be in public areas like restaurants or whatever. Home defense checklist. Get it now. It's free, but only free until the end of this week. And that is oh, today. Just text the uh, word Beck, word of the day, Beck to 87222, 87222. Text the word Beck. You'll uh, receive this free book and you can have the audiobook for free as well. That's Beck to 87222. Ten second station ID. You don't, you don't say that at the end. Ten second station ID. I mean, yeah. Sorry about that. Ten affiliates. I wish we had a professional broadcaster on the line, like a Bill O'Reilly. But we don't. We just have Bill O'Reilly. Well, here I am, and you know, Stu, I I will send your mother a Mother's Day gift if you're uh, if you want to, because uh, she did do a good job with you. So I'm I'm just tell tell me your name and uh, address off the air. What about I'll, my mom? What about my mom? I will say my mom would love that, Bill. If you Jack, do that, I gotta have a long that. talk with you. Wait a minute. <laughs> what about my mom? A long talk. Well, my mom is dead, and thank you very much for bringing up that painful wound. On, on I'm going s- to drop that up. <laughs> All right, so Bill. Let's yeah. uh, let's let's do just a couple of minutes because I can't take this bar stuff because it is. I watch Nancy Pelosi and she looks like she looks like the Crypt Keeper. She is starting to look crazy. <laughs> but anyway, I saw. Are you saying that she her face is cavernous? Here's the <laughs> yes, word. word of the day for Nancy Pelosi: cavernous. Yeah. yeah, she just looks like she's had better days and should have stopped with plastic surgery long ago. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know what this is all about, right? What bar? Yeah. Yeah. No, tell you, tell me. Okay. So, and this is a very important story. The wall street journal zeroed in on it today. Um, next week, the, the Horowitz report, Michael Horowitz, inspector general. Yes. 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 Justice. Yes. Comes out. Right. And um, Joe DeGeneva on uh, BillOReilly.com said there's 100% certainty that there'll be criminal referrals. Has to be Comey and McCabe, the two top FBI guys. Now, if that's true, and Horowitz comes out and says we have to charge members of the FBI and perhaps other agencies because they violated federal law, all of that's going to come back on Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party. Now, who's going to do the prosecution? Barr. So they have to try to destroy Barr now before the stuff comes out. 
so that people okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, it's Barr doing it. How is he talking about? Yeah, I do, and I and I and I I know this about next week, and we haven't talked about it because I don't want to be the media that was always saying, you know, there's a report, and everybody's going to jail. Donald Trump will be burned at the stake, and then it didn't happen. Citing my sources, Barr himself says the report's going to come out. Yeah, I know that it's coming out. How the Geneva is about as savvy a Washington lawyer as you can get. And, you know, that's what he told me. I, all I can do is report. So I don't think there's any doubt that Nadler and Schiff and Pelosi and Schumer are scared because this changes the whole narrative from Trump did something wrong to Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic Party did something wrong. And that's going to hurt them in the election of 2020 okay looking speaking of the election of 2020 i saw a poll that came out yesterday where they ran all of these crazies against donald trump and only elizabeth warren loses to donald trump by one point how much stock do you put in this poll uh yeah i think so okay now beck you and i and even Stu, (laughs) understand that cnn is not a news organization any longer so that's like running a poll out of Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Do you like the crown prince? Yeah, we love him! <laughs> okay? Right. It's the same thing. Go ahead. No, I was just wondering. Uh, that's what was my question. How much stock do you put into that, that poll? Zero. So, can I go to negative numbers? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, you can. But uh, is there, when you're looking at the field, First, let's just go through this this field. Joe Biden. He's the one. It. And uh, and what is the what is the strategy that you would say if Joe Biden does this, he's got a pretty good chance. Shut up. (laughs) That's it. Just wave. He's going to put Stacey Abrams on the second. It's going to be Biden Abrams. They're going to tell Joe, just don't say anything stupid. All right, we'll handle <laughs> all this stuff. Not a chance of that. We're going to run as uh, the second coming of Barack Obama, and that's they're going to be their strategy. That's what they'll do. How much do you believe that Joe Biden uh, that that Joe Biden actually? I love this. Called Barack Obama and said, "No, I don't want you to endorse me." That is not true <laughs> no no really yes. you wow. want to know what happened yeah okay here's what happened barack obama went to joe biden in 2015 and said joe it would really be better if you did not run for president because hillary clinton's got a much better chance to coalesce the party and defeat donald trump. so do me this solid if she doesn't win then you'll get another chance Biden did. Okay. Here's another chance. So I know for a fact that Obama has given Biden all his precinct machinery. That means office space, people who run local, you know, Mm -hmm. in each state. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got the whole by the whole Obama machine at his disposal. You know what kind of an advantage that is? Huge. Huge. Just in an organizational capacity. Mm-hmm. Now, Obama's never going to come out and say, I'm endorsing Joe. He will. He will. But he's not going to do it now 
because, you know, he's got all these other people and they don't want him to do that. That would bring a lot of scorn, particularly from the New York Times and Washington Post that don't want Joe Biden. They want a more radical left candidate. Okay, so Obama has never been one to put himself up for scorn. So he's not going to say anything until it gets much closer to the convention. Uh, do, who do you think is the number two? Who's if it's not Biden? Who's who's his biggest competition? So if say Biden uh, is kidnapped uh, and disappears into the jungles of the Amazon, sure, okay. Who likely. is the next one? Yeah. Ah, uh, you know. Wait, wait, wait! Think about it. Think about it. We're up against a break, okay. and this is too All good. Right, I mean, the, it, the broadcaster in me can. is just screaming, "Don't let him answer! Wait till after the commercial break." <laughs> we'll do that with Bill O'Reilly when we come back. Stand by. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Oh, I was pleased to find out this week that uh, Bill O'Reilly uh, has done his own homework and has jo- decided to join the team of real estate agents I trust dot com. Oh, very cool. Uh, and uh, he'll be telling his audience uh, about these great real estate agents that we have uh, put together. My team has has worked on this for many years. It was a side project that was more just kind of a passion project uh, because we believe that, you know, Nobody knows how to find a real estate agent. You just don't know how. You just, I got a neighbor or a friend who does this. Yeah, my uh, cousin does it part-time. Don't, for the love of Pete, don't do that. This is your biggest investment. You need somebody who has the right marketing plan, who has experience, and who knows the neighborhood that you live in, knows how to sell it, knows how to price it right, knows how to negotiate for the best deal. We have put together, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 real estate agents all around the country. They are the best in your area. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home, I want you to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Do this now. It's your biggest investment. It is your home. realestateagentsitrust.com. Conservatives are under attack online. Fight back by subscribing to the plays and giving them a place to get their voice out. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Welcome to the program. Back with Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Now that you've been in the isolation chamber here for a few minutes and you've had time to think, if it isn't Joe Biden, aliens come down or over a wall in Mexico. And then we all look at each other and say, aliens, that's not an alien. <laughs> aliens are from the, uh, from the sun. What kind of hate monger are you? We have that conversation. And then we notice Joe Biden is gone somehow. Bill O'Reilly, who is the guy that, or the woman, God forbid. It wasn't wouldn't be a woman or a, a white woman. Uh, what uh, who, who is the who's the next person that you think could win? Well, it all has to do with um, the voters. So if you look at the primary system, the way it's set up, uh, Bernie Sanders will do OK in the radical precincts of Iowa. So will, I don't know, Beto O'Rourke may do all right there. Mm. Um, who's ever crazier? <laughs> All right, because that's so far, far left, those right. uh, caucuses. Then uh, they go to New Hampshire, which, again, in the Democratic primary in the Granite State, right next to Bernie, he's always done well there. He beat Hillary Clinton last time around. So he might do okay, but there's no way on earth the Democratic Party is going to nominate Bernie Sanders running against Donald Trump. I mean, you, you might just uh exhume george mcgovern's body and put him in there weekend at bernie's you know i mean it's not going to happen 
So, but wait, 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 wait. He is, he is way ahead, is he not? Isn't Bernie Sanders? Yeah. No, it's Biden. It's Biden now. Biden, right? But he is around fifteen to eighteen with Biden in, and the others are ten and down. But if you look at the others, if you look at all of them, there isn't one that is capturing the imagination of the Democrats. So because they're all pretty much the same. There's no difference. Right. But how do you amusing when they debate? How do you how do you capture the socialist wing with Biden? Um, Is it he doesn't need them? He doesn't doesn't need need them. them. No, because most Democrats just hate Trump. And if they think that Biden can beat Trump, they'll vote for Biden. There's not, nobody's going to stay home and say, well, I'm a socialist. I'm not going to vote for Biden. If, when Trump's running against them, they'll all vote for Biden. They may not like him, but they'll vote for him because they hate Trump so much. So that's what Biden is. Biden doesn't have any policies. He can't come in and say, well, I'm going to make the economy better. He's not. He's not going to make it better. It's, look at Trump. We hate him. Vote for me. That's his whole campaign, 100% of it. I'm not Trump. And Americans are going to have to decide whether they want a vibrant economy, if it stays that way, or are they going to vote personality? That's Uh, what they're going to have to decide. I want to talk to you about the economy, because the economy, I mean, is booming and we now have the lowest yeah. unemployment rate since 1969 uh yeah. our our wages are now i think the average wage is like 26 dollars an hour uh which is That's is up for the first time show. oh you're lucky to make that on this show <laughs> I know. uh uh so so uh uh what you know what does the economy look like um, going forward, especially when Donald Trump just approved a two trillion dollar stimulus package, uh, but that hasn't passed. It's going to. All right, that, you know, he he said to Pelosi and Schumer, "Yeah, I'll go along with it," but once the Republicans get it, they'll knife it, and then they'll they'll no, want they to throw in illegal alien stuff in it and, and no, sanctuary city stuff. Yeah, it's probably not going to pass. Um, really. Un- is it is that only because they'll pass it after if he's elected they'll yeah, pass after it after the election they may yeah. pass it but look here's the deal the economy is very strong now it doesn't mean it's going to be very strong a year from now you know how mm-hmm. fast things move in this I world know. Uh, China looks like right now they're going to make a deal with the United States that will be economically beneficial to our country it looks like it'll happen that'll be another layer of uh, Trump's success in economic precincts so you got, you have to assume that Trump's going to come into the 2020 campaign with a very strong economic resume, particularly compared to Barack Obama's eight years. So Biden, that's Biden's deficit. What is Biden going to say? We did well for eight years. He's going to blame George W. Bush, and everybody's going to go, ah, come on. But that's what the only way he has to go. Yeah, He has to blame Bush for eight years. I mean, that's like saying, I'm going to take over the Kansas City Royals, and eight years later, you don't make them better, and you're blaming the previous manager. Hey, you had eight years. Shape it up. All right? So Trump's got a tremendous advantage 
in the uh, the economy, and he's got the emotional issues of illegal immigration. What are the Democrats going to say? We oppose illegal immigration? They don't. We try to, uh, to, to stem it. We try to have a responsible immigration policy. Are Democrats going to actually say that? They don't. What are they going to say about ISIS? ISIS ran wild for eight years under Barack Obama. Trump slapped it down in two. What is Biden going to say? I was tough on ISIS. You didn't even want to get Osama bin Laden, Joe Biden. You voted against that in that little, little confab you had in the White House. You were the guy who said, don't go into Pakistan and get him. So well, it was a tough Trump, dis- I destroyed tough Biden decision. on every issue. So it comes back to Trump's personality. So it comes, it comes back to really what we fought in 2016, which was anybody but Hillary. Now it's anybody but Trump. Uh, right. right. But Hillary... The Democrats have a big, big problem. And you know, you'll never know that by reading the press and CNN polling. <laughs> CNN polling, I love it. Well, we'll, we'll we're, we're going to call up 10 Democrats and one Republican. <laughs> That's what they do. That's <laughs> but, what they do. But what what I mean, we had what we had with 2016 was anybody but Hillary, and that's one reason why yeah. Trump won. However, Hillary wasn't the president with a good economy behind them, and people right. don't like change when things are generally going well. Never underestimate the power of Donald Trump to blow something up. No, <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. When you guys read my book, and I'm wrapping it up. I got to hand it in next week. The United States of Trump: The History of. Send Trump. me a copy early, you will you, gonna, you? Send me you a copy. You guys are going to be amazed. But as a tactician, a political tactician, Trump is doing very, very well. But whether you know, but any day anything could happen. Oh, I know it's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> it's just a ticking time bomb. All right, uh, Bill, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. Your new book does come out in September. Uh, you can pre-order. When does my mom have get it? Have you pre-ordered it, Beck? Have you ordered I it? I have. Yet? I actually have, Bill. When does my mom get her copy? When it comes out, because I can't do that. But I'm going to send it with more Chamonix. I'm going to okay. send it two things. No, he's serious. He would love for his mother to get a signed book from you. I mean, killing oh, the SS, I mean, for, she'd be happy with that. I mean, that. she'd be happy I mean, with that. For, will, he would be the, out, the son uh, of the year. Very, very quickly to your mom. What's your mom's name? Uh, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie, one word or two? Uh, two. With an E on the end or no? Uh, uh, on both of them, yes. Okay. Anne-Marie, I will send her a signed copy of Killing the SS. It's a little grisly. She going to be okay with that? She, yeah, she can handle it. <laughs> She grew up yeah, with yeah, him. She raised, she raised you, me. Guess, yeah, it's it's not a problem. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much, brother. Thanks for having me in, Appreciate guys. Thanks, Have a good Bill. weekend. We'll Bye. talk to you uh, next week. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Uh, we have hopefully something very exciting to announce uh, next week with Bill. Uh, mm. Something we've nev- I've never done before. I don't know if Bill has ever done before. Uh, and it's, it's going to be really, really exciting. And you're involved, Stu. I am. Lots of people are involved. Yeah, it's going to be fun. This is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll announce that next week. Um, all right. Our sponsor this half hour is X-Chair. <sighs> what can I say about X-Chair other than thank you? Thank you, X-Chair. Thank you for making... Do you remember that... Remember, I've tried so many different chairs. Remember that blue chair that we had in Philadelphia that oh. was like a billion dollars? Yes. And, and, you know, it was... It was it was like riding a bike. I've tried all kinds of chairs because I'm sitting for three hours. 
try try all kinds of chairs to keep my back from killing me. <laughs> I love how you just described sitting for three hours of this this hard thing that you had to get through in your life. I know. And then I, I go I home. Then I go to seated. my. Then I go home. I go to my office and I've got a couch and I got to sit down on the couch. <laughs> All day, sometimes. Sometimes I mean, shoveling food into your mouth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ugh. Thank you for using an instrument like a shovel. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Okay, it makes me sound tougher. Anyway, uh, no, come on. You can get really uncomfortable yes. uh, in the wrong chair. X chair is the best. Try it out for yourself. All kinds of different settings. Uh, Xchairbeck.com. Why, why, get, why get buried laying down? Just strap me one of these chairs and throw me into a hole and because I'm comfortable for eternity. It's 844-X-CHAIR, 844-X-CHAIR, or xchairbeck.com. They probably didn't like that analogy there, but $100 <laughs> off now at xchairbeck.com. So welcome to it. It is uh, Derby weekend. If you're yeah. listening to us in Kentucky, uh, I, is, uh, I am a big Kentucky Derby fan. My grandfather, we used to go to his house and watch Kentucky Derby every uh, every every year, first Saturday in May. Uh, my grandfather was a horse trainer, uh, and uh, none of us ever believed the stories uh, that he used to tell us <laughs> until we we actually saw what was that movie uh, that came out. We're like, oh my gosh, that is exactly what Grandpa said. The movie uh, wasn't Secretary. It's the old movie with the you know uh, that was about the horse that won in the Sea Biscuit. Yeah, um, nice but uh, so he was you know he was. It was it was cool when I moved to Kentucky. I lived in Louisville, and I went to uh, went to the Derby every year. And there's nothing like it. If you've never been to the Kentucky Derby, it is it is an American tradition. Everybody should do, do not do it in the infield. Um, but if oh, you, I think the infield would be fun. Oh my gosh, the infield is like <laughs> you know rape and murder city. It's like it's. I'm it's, pretty it's, sure that's not true. Well, it is at the Indy 500. If you've ever been to the Indy 500. It's rape and murder city in the Indy 500, <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, the Kentucky Derby is great. And it's just I don't know. It's it's just more genteel. It's that's a word that really belongs to Kentucky. It's just very genteel. It's a really, really fun day. It's, it's great. A really. Fun it's day. a drunken mess. Yes. I don't care who you are oh. or how, you know, how your hat is or how dressed up you are. That is how I would describe myself at the particular yeah. event. Uh, yes. But uh, I was there. I was there when they first opened the Kentucky Derby museum and i actually saw it on fox this morning and uh i was there for the opening of that and it was uh it was like a you know it was like a black tie thing it was uh, either the night before or the day of the derby and uh and i i went in and uh, this is my drinking days and i love bourbon i love maker's mark i love you uh, and get a sponsorship going. Oh my gosh, I would. Love, it's, <laughs> it's I'd love that. I have a drinking. good. I have a lot of good experiences mm. with Maker Mark. Maker's Mark. This was not one of them. This was actually <laughs> one of my most shameful moments because when you, if you've never had a mint julep, it is, um, it's whiskey or bourbon with sugar in it. That's all it is. Yes, it's a not little a, bit of mint. I, it's not a good drink. No, it's just. Think. It's just. Yeah, it's a it's a it's 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 bourbon masquerading as a as a really sweet drink. You know, it's like it's it's a way of getting a tall glass of bourbon yes. and looking respectable. It's whiskey in mm-hmm. a clean glass. <laughs> OK, <laughs> sorry for bourbon lovers. I know the difference. Uh, but uh, so the so you go to the Kentucky Derby. If you've never had a mint julep, you have to have a mint julep. Well, you eat you you drink maybe two of those and you're hammered. Mm. Not not me. You know, I was looking this at a contest. How many can I drink? Because they're, they're potent. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in collector glasses. And mm-hmm. I wanted to collect 
a lot of those collector glasses. And so I did. Um, but then remember, I'm in a bow tie and, you know, a black, you know, a, a black tuxedo. And I'm in the Kentucky Derby Museum as they open it up. And if you've never seen the Kentucky Derby trophy, it is beautiful. It's all it's all carved with these horses on it. It's absolutely stunning. You know, you see it on TV and you're like, OK, yeah, that's cool. But these trophies are really beautiful. Now, I'm really hammered really hammered and i am standing there and i think i'm standing at the trophy case with my friend and uh at this time i'm not only hammered but i am also an artist with the f word and uh so i am looking at this and i said to my who i thought was my friend this is incredible Look at this. This is so effing beautiful. This is the most effing beautiful thing I've ever seen. F that's beautiful, don't you think? And I turned to my, who I thought was my friend, and it was Walter Cronkite. And he said, uh, yes, I guess it is really beautiful. And and that was it. And I'm like, you're Walter Cronkite. Yes, young man, I am. And then he walked away. And I thought, I'm going to regret this moment for the rest of my effing life. And I have. That was my introduction to Walter Cronkite. I'm sure. Yes, it is quite beautiful. Hmm. Do you mm. think he was hammered too, or no? Just you? No, he was. He was stone cold sober. So mm. was everybody else. Really, it's a sign of alcoholism. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you're. You think you're the one who's like really <laughs> in control, and you're really not. You're really not. Mm-mm. My friend, by the way, uh, I believe may have been just sitting, uh, trying to get his sea legs so he didn't vomit uh, on the stairs uh, going down there. So Walter had to go by my friend who. I was lucky enough, didn't go, hey, you just met my friend over there by that beautiful cop. I think you're going to throw up in a minute. <laughs> by the way, he confirmed that story today. Yeah. Uh, so that actually happened. Yeah. And, you'd never uh, heard that story. I don't think I have yeah, heard that one. Yeah. I've heard a lot of your stories. Yes, young man, mm-hmm. I am. You've become much more boring over the years, I will say. <laughs> I have been. Maker's Mark Show made would be you interesting. much better. Well, it was, it was Jack. Maker's okay. Mark got me into the... The connoisseurship of, ah. of bourbon and whiskey. Ooh, what's the difference between the two? Mm. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, but uh, sorry. Sorry, bourbon lovers and whiskey lovers alike. You can go back to your civil war on the difference between the two. Um, but Maker's Mark, I miss you. And I'll be thinking about you all Derby weekend. God bless. All right. All right. Uh, so we have a relief factor, and we're going to be coming up with our disastrous Democratic candidate draft here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Not for the country, but it's going to be good. A- <laughs> anyway, um, let me tell you about uh, relief factor. If you're in pain, there is a way for you to escape that pain. A lot of us uh, have tried this at the Blaze, and and seventy percent of the people who try this, people just like you and me, 
70% that try it find relief from pain. And I have found tremendous relief. I want you to go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Call them, order the quick start. It's three-week trial. If it doesn't work, stop taking it. If it does, you get your life back. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So today we thought, it's Friday, let's do a draft pick of the candidates. But uh, this is working uh, kind of the opposite. I think the last person picked is probably the best person out of all of the bad Democrats yeah. to be president for us. We're going to back into a consensus pick for who we should have as president if we were forced to take a Democrat. Right, right. But this is going to be interesting. Trying to pick the worst team of presidential hopefuls you can possibly pick. Yeah. It's, it's tough because they be, all suck. They all suck. So, But some of them really suck much more than just your average every day really suck. <laughs> uh, we do that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So hang on, uh, uh, Stu. Uh, tell me about the draft picks. Uh, draft picks usually are the worst team, right? Yeah, well, the worst team in a normal draft would uh, would have the first pick in the okay. draft. However, we're just going to do a random drawing here. No, so I think we should do this like, you know, like the regular draft. The, the so, worst person? Yeah, well, I would ju- I'm just doing ZipRecruiter here. You know, this is a company that, you know, helps people hire. Yeah. You know, find great quality candidates. And so it made me think we should do it as the worst team. So all anybody has to do, unless you want me to go first, all anybody has to do is just admit that they have the worst show on the network, the one closest <laughs> to being canceled. Uh, and uh, or I'll go first. I mean, I'm willing to go first unless you're willing to tell me that. Anyone? What Anybody want to step up and say the worst team? Okay, well I'll go first. I'll go first. What the heck? You just want the first pick? Hmm? This is no, I was, I was offering. offering the first pick. Andrew, Andrew said he wanted to say something. <laughs> I mean, are we going by numbers? Or <laughs> <laughs> if we're going by quality, I'm great. If we're going by numbers, I got to go first. <laughs> uh, ZipRecruiter, ZipRecruiter. Right now, if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for an employee. You want to find the right one. These guys have worked on algorithms that can help sort through all of the. I mean, you go to a job recruiting you know, website and you're just going to get just a deluge of resumes. And some of them are old. Some of them don't even fit. And I mean, it's a nightmare to go through it. ZipRecruiter helps you because they find the right candidate. You get the right candidate usually in the first 24 hours. Now it's actually coming in the first hour. Many people are saying it's ZipRecruiter.com. You can try it for free right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. If you use the slash Beck, you then uh, have the um, uh, the ability to use it for free and try it out. ZipRecruiter.com. Hire with confidence. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Okay. So then should we just go around? How do you want to? How do you want to pick? Random piece of paper. Andrew, that's your... Sarah, that's over there. We're picking now random because I guess Glenn is just taking. No, no, the no. First I'll, pick. I'll take a random number. You want to take the random? Yeah, number? if you're going to do a random number, I just want you to know. Now it's not scientific. <laughs> For the love of Pete, there you go. All right, all right. Let's see who we have. Uh... I got number one. Okay, so there we go. Glenn gets number one anyway. I haven't even opened it. I'm Who's just... got two? Oh, I did, I did get two. number one. Oh, you did? I really did. Okay. I was I've got joking. two. Sarah Gonzalez, host of News and we Why It Matters. already. What? It's rigged. This thing is rigged. <laughs> it's it's God, a rigged system. God telling us. All right, Sarah Gonzalez, News and Why It Matters, gets the number two pick. Who has three? I've got three. 
Andrew Heaton, host of Something's oh, Off this with is... Andrew Heaton, who okay, should so... learn to talk into the microphone. He's going to be okay. a broadcaster. I've right. got three. All right, All right he's right, got so... number three. and uh, I have number four. Pat Gray. Pat Gray Unleashed gets the number four pick okay, so in our now, draft. So let I'm me just five. explain this to Andrew because uh, he'll understand it this way. Imagine that all of the names that are running for president here, um, you're going to issue them a red shirt gotcha. because a team has to beam down to the planet. Uh-huh. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the last person that's picked gets either a blue shirt or a yellow shirt, and they're the only one coming back. Gold shirt, but okay. Yeah, gold shirt. Okay. <laughs> All right, Glenn. You got it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So All right. we're going now, for but the... But now I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the, the, the last person picked would be the consensus that... That's the best candidate. The best candidate that we wouldn't want. Yeah, the least right. offensive Least offensive. We're going to back into that. So... I think the uh, the one thing to remember here is we are trying to pick the worst president. If you, no matter mm-hmm. what your definition of how that would work, if this person became president, you'd think they'd be the worst possibility mm. for the presidency of the United States. I gotta States go. Out of this I field. mean, boy, I've got. I mean, I got the whole slate. You do, so, but I'm gonna go because I just couldn't take it if it was Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren with a with I would say this is a surprise number one mm-hmm. overall. Pick I mean, I could have gone to Bernie Sanders, yeah. but Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. would just grate on me oh, after a while. That would be agonizing. Yeah. So, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, Warren goes first overall in the worst possible president draft. We go to Sarah Gonzalez. News and why it matters, sir. Uh, I would say Gillibrand because wow. I, I can't handle the social media videos. Okay. She'd just, just be four years of working out videos and the beer pong with water. That's unacceptable. Okay. That is absolutely what about unacceptable. the democracy dollars? The latest or latest is democracy dollars. What the hell uh, are democracy dollars? She's giving away <laughs> democracy right. dollars to her uh, to her voters so that they well, can to donate everyone. to everyone yeah. so that they can donate to her campaign. Yeah. What is that? So that she can get 65000 uh, donors so that she can make the debate stage. Oh my gosh. Well, she's given away she's given away shroop bucks. <laughs> yes. Right from shroop yes. farms. Yes. Oh yes. God. But mostly but mostly playing beer pong with water is just that's yeah. disqualifying. Right. That number, is number three. So I would say first two picks off the board surprise surprise, surprise picks. Yes. I thought for sure Prizes. Bernie Sanders would go number one or at least number two. I did too. Mm-hmm. We go yeah. to uh, Andrew Heaton. Something's I'm, off with Andrew Heaton. I'm gonna get Bernie Sanders. Ah, Bernie Sanders that is my yeah, you yeah. like Bernie Sanders. What do you mean? My nightmare my nightmare is to have to choose between Trump and Bernie Sanders. I want to get him out real quick so that I don't have to make that decision. Right. I will say uh, that's a huge value pick at number three overall. That I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm impressed by that yeah. by Andrew Heaton. Yeah. Getting Sanders at three is 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 something I did not see. That's coming. a bargain. Mm-hmm. It's a All bargain. Right. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed goes number four. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> still some pretty good ones to choose from. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to say Cory Booker. Oh, no, damn it. Corey that was my number two pick. <laughs> yeah. That was my number two. He is a I would have had Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker on the same team. There's no way you beat me for obnoxious. <laughs> now, I will say, uh, I, now I have two picks in a row here. It's a snake draft format. Wait, you have two. That's how snake draft works here? Yes. That's, that's how we do it. Wait, you didn't say we were doing a snake I, draft. Explain that to me in Star Trek I, terminology. I, Okay, so say, say Captain Kirk had the last pick of the first round. <laughs> he gets the first pick of the second round so that we all even it out. Uh, like, in, like in episode uh, 14. Is, okay. Exactly, yeah. episode 14. Now, and then we go back around this This way. is like, now this is, now, this is okay. like ne- next generation. So I say, Q, I'm telling you, you're playing games. Yeah, I that's kind of, that's what's happening There's here. There's a lot anyway, of Star Trek references <laughs> going on that I don't understand. Too many. Too many. I will not play your charade anymore. So I am now at the point where I've got two picks in a row, a lot of good ones on the field, and uh, still on the board. I'm going to go 
With my first pick, Bob Franco Rourke. Oh, come on. I just could not take Mr. (sighs) Hand Gesture, sweaty, climbing on counters like he's feline. Mm -hmm. Could not, just could not take it if if Bob Franco Rourke was on our TV any more than he already is. Uh, And with my next pick. This is not right. It starts to get a little bit difficult here. I'm going to go with. I will go with uh, Eric Swalwell. Ah! Eric Swalwell is just... Now, No, you might not know who he is. Uh, he's currently pulling at 0%. But he's a guy that goes on MSNBC, says the most outrageous things he can to get attention. He's basically running on getting rid of the Second Amendment right now. He's an irritating uh, attention hog. And I would say both of my picks went down that road of O'Rourke and, and Swalwell. So Swalwell goes number six as the worst possible president out of this crappy field. Next up, Pat Gray. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with John Hickenlooper. Really? Yeah. Hickenlooper. Yeah, we got to take these off he as is, we go because I don't know who's up left. Anymore. Hickenlooper is a climate change nightmare. Mm. Hickenlooper is all about climate this, climate that, Green New Deal. I, I, he, he is a true believer in uh, algorithm. He, he is. He's You're triggering he's Andrew. Awful. You are triggering Andrew a little bit. I like the moderates. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, Andrew has his chance to take another one off the board right now mm-hmm. with uh, the, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, eighth overall pick here in the crappy candidate draft. Well, uh, I left New York uh, about six months ago, and I would be horrified if Bill de Blasio became my president after I escaped. Yes. So I'm going to pick. Uh, oh, I'm well, out you? See, that he's game? still on the he fence. He's not yet. in the race. So oh, de Blasio. No, those are on the fence. He can't pull from mm-hmm. on the fence. That okay. would have been a good pick, though, I will say. Mm-hmm. A very good pick. All right. Uh, in that case, I'm going to go with Julian Castro. All right. Julian Castro. Man, now, you guys are taking all of my picks. Now, Castro is an interesting one because you could get two for one there. There is a twin involved. So you're, <laughs> are you taking both twins off the board here? Uh, can I can I do that or do yeah, I, I think use my third place? Yeah, I'll take both Castros. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Castro times two goes eighth overall to Andrew Heaton of Something's Off with Andrew Heaton. Now the news and why it matters, Sarah Gonzalez with the ninth pick. Uh, I'm going to go Kamala because uh, I think she's mm-hmm, she okay. is going to be viewed as a moderate, but we all know that she's not anymore, mm-hmm. and I think she could be dangerous. I mean, anytime you get a woman running for president, you have to question It's their always intentions. the women who say this. Yeah. It's only women who say they don't want women presidents. <laughs> I want that to be known to the nation. So I'm going to go for I'm going to go for Joe Biden because wow. I think there's a chance he just is drooling on himself within the first 18 months. <laughs> and then it's like whoever he picks, you know, when you're voting mm-hmm. for Joe Biden, you're really voting for vice president. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you saying you're going to kill Joe Biden? <laughs> no, no, no really don't even joke don't about even that. Joke don't even about joke that. about that. No, I'm saying, have you heard his speeches lately where he's like, <laughs> he may, okay, that's he's so slipping. So he I think he may be bit. drooling within the first 18 months. No. Well, he might be. <laughs> All right, All right, we are now in the third round. Glenn Beck's second straight pick here in our snake format draft. Oh, I get that everyone one? understands, except for everyone other than me. Uh, here we go. I get another, yes, one? Get another one here. Uh, I'm going to go to. I'm going to go for uh, Pete Buttigieg because I, I, uh, I just I don't trust. I don't trust anybody who everyone says you're supposed to hate Chick-fil-A on your side, and you don't. <laughs> well, I think uh, that could be... That no, could it be could be good, but it could also be a massive mask. Yeah, I also... He's at night going, I oh, hate Chick-fil-A. When I'm president, there's no chickens left. 
He keeps saying in speeches too. Look, running for president when uh, you know coming from being a, 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 a mayor of South Bend, I mean it is it's beyond bold. Oh, don't say up. that about yourself. Yeah. It's so irritating. Right. And I just don't want the four years of the first lady, first man. What do we call it? Oh, oh gosh. It would be, it, that would be. First okay. gentleman. All right. So we have gone now through 11 picks here in our uh, disastrous Democrat draft. And next up is Sarah Gonzalez of the News and Why It Matters. Uh, I'm going to go with Wayne Messam. Wayne Messam. Uh, something be- tells me he doesn't have the experience required. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, he is the mayor you- of Miramar, Florida. That, well, you that is true. That. that okay. is true. Wait, you said Miramar. Miramar, Florida. Well, that does not change anything. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Wayne Messam, that's a good one. Because we've been picking on kind of the annoying policy stuff. Picking someone who probably is not qualified. I mean, Amy Klobuchar point. is still on the board. She is. She is. Uh, and Andrew Heaton. Has an opportunity to take someone off the board now, Andrew. Democratic a d- a disastrous draft. Who here. is Seth Moulton? Uh, that's a great question, <laughs> and many people who are voting are asking the same. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to do a wild card and go with Seth Moulton. Okay. All right. Seth Moulton, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Democratic representative. You're going to leave uh, Marianne Williamson on the board. Uh, who is Marianne Williamson? Okay. Oh, Marianne Williamson. <laughs> She's... That, this, uh, that's an Oprah guru. Yes. She'd be fantastic. Oh, wait, hold on. Is, is that the psychic from Florida? Uh, no, I, I, no. I don't know if she's from Florida, but she is. She's she's a new age. Uh, she's, she's not a psychic, but she's oh. new age. I'm Sarah wants her to be president. Oh, yeah. oh she would it. be a scream. Can, can I, can I change be... mine? Can I do it? Can I? You go cannot. The... That is not oh, how no. drafts work. Sorry. You do have another pick coming up, however, but not before Pat Gray has his third round selection. Uh, okay. Who is the worst Democrat left on the board, Pat? Uh, I think I'm gonna. Uh, ah. It's I'm 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 torn between Andrew Yang, mm-hmm. who wants to eliminate circumcision, <laughs> and Jay Inslee, who I think I just confused uh, Jim Hickenlooper for um, John Hickenlooper. John Hickenlooper. <laughs> See, I even mixed up the name. Uh, I think I'm going to go Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang off Andrew the board. Yang. There we go. I kind of like Andrew Yang. I mean, except the the whole. You know, except for the whole circumcision is circumc- some weird stuff going on. He did say on the, the on the Shapiro line. thing that he it was and just ben a personal did, choice. He didn't yeah. want to ban it, and uh, Ben, and ben accepted that. Yeah, and so, I mean, I know people yeah. who are like, I don't know why I've ever talked to those people. I'm, in fact, I think I never talked to them again because it's just like, why are we talking about this? <laughs> right. Let's move on with our lives. Yes. But anyway, yeah. uh, my heart started to flutter there as I thought Pat might take an important pick out out of my draft with my third round pick. I am absolutely going with Jay Inslee. Uh, Inslee mm-hmm. is a is a huge climate guy. It's really running a one issue campaign on the climate. Yep. He has just uh, been the first state to legalize human composting. That happened that oh, happened over right. the last twenty four hours. Oh, uh, right. Human composting is now in play, which is interesting. But I will say uh, he also blamed the flooding in Iowa on Donald Trump, which I thought was a nice touch. <laughs> so I'll go Jay Inslee yeah. uh, there. Yeah. And I gotta say. Because I am terrified of Sarah Gonzalez allowing Oprah and Kim Kardashian's guru to be president of the United no, States. No, don't do it. Don't, it. don't do it. I am absolutely taking Marianne no. Williamson off the board. Oh, man. Uh, I do not. No. Uh. I don't. There, we already have too many Kardashians in the White House. I don't want more <laughs> showing up. Marianne Williamson off the board with my fourth round pick. Pat Gray is up next. Crushed my dreams. Okay, we're going to do that here in a second. First, uh, we're, we're close to finding uh, the next president of the United States. Um and one that I think no one will know <laughs> coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It is Car Shield. You know, going out uh, to the garage with your dad or your grandpa and, and working on the car and fixing the car and going to the auto parts store, and that ain't happening anymore. You open up the hood and you're like, I don't even know what it what 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 is this. 
you can't fix your own car anymore. And when they break down, it kind of sucks because it could be a sensor. And that sensor uh, is, you know, a thousand bucks, two thousand, three thousand dollars. My son-in-law had to pay for three thousand dollars for a stupid sensor that I don't know, did brake lights or something like that. And it was like it used to be in my day. There was just a wire running from the thing you stepped on all the way to the back to turn on the lights. Uh, now, uh, now you've got sensors doing everything, and they're really expensive. But if you have an extended vehicle protection from Car Shield, you don't have to worry about a lot of this stuff. They they cover a ton of things that go wrong with your car. They've already paid out two billion dollars of uh, <laughs> repairs. Yeah, they're 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 pretty big with that. Sorry, I just uh, man, I think it's Andrew in the room. I'm Jesus boring me to death. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> they cover they cover everything that your your car will need. It is an extended vehicle protection car shield. Call 1-800-CAR-6000, mention the promo code BECK, or visit carshield.com and use the promo code BECK. Save 10% right now. I have it for my car. Carshield.com, carshield.com, or 1-800-CAR-6000. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, do I get another pick, or is it Andrew's? No, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, Pat Gray's Mine. pick here. We've had some big surprises so far. Warren goes number one overall. Uh, Pat Gray admitting that he selected the wrong governor for his second-round <laughs> yes, pick did. was a huge moment so in this draft. That it happens was. in the NFL uh, draft all the time, all the doesn't time. it? Yeah. Crap, I met him the other Johnson. Uh, but no, Pat Gray now has his fourth-round pick. Pat? Uh, John Delaney. John Delaney. John Delaney. Wow. Dang it. I thought Delaney had a chance here to, to, to come out. He's a guy who at least will say capitalism has done a couple of good things. But I know nothing about him, though. Okay, that's that's a good reason. Nothing. Oh, okay, there and we nobody go. Does, nobody knows anything and about him. And he's been running for an extremely long time, yes. and yeah. no one knows anything about him right. still. That does say right. something. Uh, something's off with Andrew Heaton. Uh, it has Andrew Heaton here, of course, and he's... I cannot believe was not available. Klobuchar is still on the board. Hmm. She's... Hmm. Well, I, I gotta say, that, well, I yeah, want to don't influence uh, anything. Andrew's up next. Right. I'm going to go. May I? Yes, Can you I go? may. I'm going to go with Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan. I had a weird dream the other night. He looked at me funny. Didn't like it. Wait, I'm going to put him on there. Why were you dreaming about Tim Ryan? I have very boring procedural dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I like to read Robert's Rules of Order before I go to sleep. It creates odd situations. All right. We have uh, two more picks left and three more candidates. Here's the three candidates remaining. Michael Bennett, who just announced the other day he's a senator from Colorado, if you don't know that. Uh, Amy That's Col- what he announced? Last- no, no. He- <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm a senator. I'm a senator from Colorado, in case you don't know. <laughs> He's like, he declared bankruptcy. <laughs> I declare I'm bankrupt. Okay, so the next one is uh, Amy Klobuchar, of course, the senator from uh, Minnesota. And finally, Tulsi Gabbard has survived. Any relation to the other Gabbard? Uh, but you'd have to be more specific. Wasn't it? Uh, no, that was Gabby Giffords. Never mind. Okay, no, yes, no, they're not related at all. They just have the same letter at the beginning of the name. Okay, so uh, related by way of dyslexia. Sarah right. Gonzalez okay, right. and Glenn Beck will take off the final two candidates here. Who will they be? Uh, Sarah I'm gonna, Gonzalez. I'm going to take Klobuchar. Going to mm. take Klobuchar yeah. off the board. It's, wow. It really is a coin, coin toss. I don't know anything other than Michael is uh, a is a senator. He's he announced senator? that he's a senator. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, of course, a congresswoman from Hawaii. Hawaii. I oh mean, gosh, this I'm is taking, not how I'm I saw taking, this draft coming. No, out. I'm taking. I'm taking Tulsi Gabbard. I forgot who she was. Once you said Hawaii, I were, all of a sudden it came flooding back. Oh yeah. 
We yeah, at no, least I'll... did have a chance there to at least have a good-looking president for a moment. But mm. no, if we have to pick anyone from the field, it's the guy who we obviously know the least about. He's, uh, he's just John Hickenlooper's double. He is, is, jo- he is John Hickenlooper. He is John Hickenlooper. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael they, Bennett is John state. Hickenlooper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. I would say I'm not a fan. Uh, but Michael Bennett is the one that survives somehow. I think it's just lack of knowledge to be <laughs> quite I think frank. it is. I think uh, once <laughs> these guys, we, once we really start seeing them, I don't know a damn thing about Michael Bennett. I will say and that, the, the, the yeah. name recognition is bad, too. Yes. Like, once you said Hawaii with Tulsi Gabbard, I'm like, oh, my gosh, how is she still on the board? Now you do remember that. Yeah. Now, a couple things here. I will say, I was surprised that you're, you being anti-Klobuchar, because Klobuchar was the person that Mike Lee identified as all of the senators as the one who was closest to yeah. the Constitution, yeah. which is why I thought she might win the whole thing. I thought she would, too. Um, She's... But- as moderate as it gets in the in the Democrat Party, probably. which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, uh, Michael Bennett is not. I mean, I'm much See, rather have you take, Klobuchar. Why did you take who took Klobuchar? I took her because if you're anti women. I am anti woman. <laughs> First of all, I'd like to I'd like to get that off the table. You really? Yes, are. I'm I'm clarifying. I am anti woman president. <laughs> that is crazy. Yes, but, crazy. Well, also, I just feel like if they've got a shot right now in the modern Democratic Party, I don't trust them. Mm, I don't trust. I mean, she's, yeah. she that's, has a that's, shot. That's, that's scary to me. That's why point. I took off uh, Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Ah, because I like point. I don't trust yeah. it. I just don't trust it. So now we need your help, audience, here because we've got five teams. You have to pick who picked the worst group of candidates. If you go to social media, uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, you'll see the link to vote. Who was successful in picking the worst crap heap? Of Democratic candidates here uh, as well, a team. I think it's either, I think it's quite honestly either you or me, Stu. You think so? I mean, you have Warren Biden, Buttigieg, and Gabbard. I've got O'Rourke, Swalwell, Inslee, and Williamson. I, I, I don't know. know. Andrew, I'm, I'm going to swing hardcore. Sanders, Sanders, Castro, Sanders, yeah. and Moulton. All right. We're going to have right. more here yeah. in just a second. All right. Here on the Glenn Beck program. Go to Thanks, Twitter guys. and Facebook now and you can vote. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, I want to tell you about 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers. You want to send your mom something nice. 1-800-Flowers. You can get this right now. This is 24 uh, roses. Uh, I mean, we just took them out of the box and jammed them into a vase. But, uh, you know, if you, you know, mom's going to make them look really, really nice. Um, And uh, they're beautiful. They're they're all very tight. And they came, what, two, three days ago. And they're starting to bloom, which I hate about roses when they don't bloom. They just kind of open or they just kind of all the uh, petals fall off. Yeah, you get them like this. You get the entire you like, get the bloom, the great, the whole great cycle. here. Yeah. So you can get them at 1-800-Flowers right now. Beautiful. All you have to do is use the uh, code back at 1-800-Flowers. You get 24 of these for $24 and they are really beautiful. Sometimes, you know, sometimes when you get crappy roses, they're kind of all bruised up and everything. None of these have any bruises on them. They're really beautiful. Um, you can get it now, 1-800-Flowers.com. This, uh, this uh, offer ends today. you got to do it today, 1-800-Flowers.com. Use the promo code BECK. If you want to get something additional or something different than flowers, you just check out the website. They've got everything, 1-800-Flowers.com. All right, go vote right now. Go to the Twitter or uh, Facebook account of Glenn Beck or myself and vote on who has the worst presidential team of all time. Welcome to the program. Uh, We want to remind you to go and vote on Facebook or... No, it's just uh, on Facebook, mine or yours. Facebook and Twitter. You can go wherever. You'll see the link there. Uh, Just go to uh, Facebook.com slash Glenn Beck and vote on on our draft picks. Which which personality uh, has picked the 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 worst team (laughs) of uh, candidates? 
And uh, I think I, I mean, I've got Warren, Biden, Pete, and Gabbard. I think you're the favorite here because you've got three big name candidates. Yeah. Most of us got one big name candidate. I have O'Rourke, Pat has Booker, Andrew has Sanders, Sarah has Kamala Harris. You know, the rest of them, you're filling in people that a lot of people don't know. You've got three people in the top six or seven of the yeah. polls. So yeah. you did pretty well. I mean, for a guy who doesn't know anything about sports, you did well in the draft, Glenn. Thank you very much. Well, I, I, I looked at it like, you know, who's going to go beam down on the planet and not come back. <laughs> That uh, happens red shirts all the time. Socialism uh, is a kind of a problem, and you see it spread across our draft board here. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed that. At I all. have noticed that. Mm-hmm. We've, if you missed any of the show today, you've got to listen to the first hour of this podcast because um, it is it's really intense. And this week, the podcast uh, interview, I do a ninety minute interview with um, uh, with another newsmaker or a person from history. This time. This is the guy, the U.S. agent that actually helped capture Che Guevara. He'll tell you who the real Che is um, and how bad he was. He was the guy that not only helped capture Che, but he was the guy who actually had to go in and tell Che, you just received the death sentence. Listen, listen to this. Actually, I was able to shook the president's hand because he came to say hello to the survivor of the infiltration thing. I remember shook in the pressing hand, told him, we shall return. Of course, you know, that was a symbolic thing. Yeah. And then he opened the armed forces of the United States for the brigade. So I was one of the 212 officers from the brigade who went to Fort Benning, in Georgia as a second lieutenant commissioned by the president. When we finished that, our teammate asked me to go with him uh, to a special operation in Central America sponsored by the president. Okay. And, uh, and I asked him at the time, I said, look, Manolo, you know, what guarantee do I have that the president is behind this operation? He asked me, he said, what guarantee do you need? I said, well, you want me to leave the army and go into this motel to get a training from the CIA on communications? Give it to me in uniform, being paid by the U.S. government. You do that, I'll resign, I'll go with you. So he told me, fine, go and see your supervisor and tell him you want oh, a special no, communication is... training. So I go and see this major... Hey, stop, answer. stop, stop. He's also, this is a, the wrong clip. Um, this is the clip where he talked about the Bay of Pigs. He was also involved in the Bay of Pigs. This guy has mm-hmm. seen everything in Central America. Um, so he tells the story about uh, uh, Che and, you know, he had to tell him that we're going to have to execute you and shoot you. Um, he then also talked about having to uh, talk the other countries out of basically chopping his body up. They, they wanted to send his head to uh, Castro. Uh, so he knew and he said can we not can we not do that do we have the clip of him in the head and hands of of che that evening we had a meeting uh, in the headquarters in that area when i arrived uh, a general was telling this colonel if fidel denied this is che Guevara, we need tangible proof of it cut his head and put him for malahide oh my god say my general you cannot do that i said why not said, supposedly fidel denied this is che Guevara. you are a head of a state you cannot show the head of a human being as proof Say, well, what do you suggest? Say, mi general, you want some tangible proof of it, cut one finger. We have the fingerprint from the Argentinian Federal Police, and they can be checked. So he ordered both hands to be cut. Both hands to be cut. So I left there because I had to take all of the documentation back to La, to, uh, to Santa Cruz and from there to La Paz. And my friend stayed, and he claimed that in about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, when there was no press around, the doctor came, and they cut both hands and put in formaldehyde. And then a pickup that they called Volqueta, they drove the body of Che and two more. There were three bodies all together to the very end of the runway. 
And that's where they had a bulldozer who was expanding the runway for bigger planes to land. Mm. They dug a huge hole in the very middle of the runway, and they dropped Shea and two bodies there. And they wow. covered up. He's fascinating. He also um, said something rather shocking. I, I, I asked him about uh, JFK, and he came out with this. Actually, I was able to shook the president's hand because he came to say hello to the survivor of the infiltration thing. So I remember shooking the president's hand, told him, we shall return. Of course, you know, that was a symbolic thing. Yeah. And then he opened the Armed Forces of the United States for the brigade. So I was one of the 212 officers from the brigade who went to Fort Benning, Georgia, as a second lieutenant commissioned by the president. When we finished that, our team asked me to go with him uh, to a special operation in Central America sponsored by the president. This okay. is the same cut that and, was the wrong uh, cut the last time. The time. Say, Look, stop, Manolo, you know, stop, stop, I've told stop. them to play that at least four times this half hour. Really? I, I don't important. know why. I, I don't told know you why. it's important. You won't play it because <laughs> yeah, you're Bay trying to hide something about the Bay of Pigs. That's right. And uh, that's not the right one, but that's okay. Um, they all come in order uh, tomorrow and in the right order yes. uh, of the podcast. Uh, he, he came out with, the, with what he was talking about with Kennedy. He said, oh, please he, play the Bay of Pigs again. He, I'm not no. going to ask for it to play played. He said no. it is um, uh, it, it is not it wasn't just Lee Harvey Oswald. It was it was also uh, he felt somebody else involved with Cuba. And I believe we played the uh, the Kennedy thing from on four minute buzz earlier today. Yeah, we did. So I think that comes at the end of the clip that we keep trying to play. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to go there. Oh, I go. If I, again, if I hear him again. talk about I've got to go shake somebody's hand, I think I'm going to lose my mind. You just you've been trying to hide this. I mean, if this does not prove that you are hiding what happened with the Kennedy assassination, I don't know well, what does. There it is. You will not play is. the audio. <laughs> it is a great interview, actually, though. And, it really is. From a guy who is credible and really important and uh, was there and was there was there. Yeah. I and mean, the, he's telling you anybody who's wearing a Che shirt needs to listen to this. He the, He's telling you exactly what Che was like, what he did, how horrible of a monster he was. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And the Kennedy thing was stunning. I mean, when that happened, everyone was walking around the studio saying, like, did he just say that, like, did he, this guy who was at the Che killing, he's... I mean, uh, he was in, he was in the the Cuba, you know, information unit of the CIA at the time of Kennedy being assassinated. And he's basically saying that he does not believe it was Lee Harvey Oswald alone. Yeah, he's uh, like, Russia I, and Cuba were involved. He's like, I just no doubt. I'm like, wait, yeah, but wait. It wasn't your typical conspiracy theory. It was more of an international intrigue type of uh, yeah. thing, which was... It was different. more informed. Yeah, yes, exactly. And it, it wasn't what, just what some... Was, he's not some crackpot. What was stunning about it, because it, it, <laughs> it was... I He started to answer. I didn't expect him to go this way. And uh, he started to answer. And I'm thinking to myself, I... I think he's saying no, it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. And uh, and when I got off the stage, like everyone had been standing in the control room watching this thing being taped uh, because he's just fascinating and it's all firsthand. So anyway, uh, watch it this uh, this Saturday. That's tomorrow on the podcast and you can get it at Apple or wherever you get uh, your podcasts. Just make sure that you rate it. And review it, please. Um, when you rate, when you give it a you know four or five star rating, uh, and you review it, it 
it changes the algorithm and it has it helps other people explore and find that. So please rate and review these podcasts. And do it for all the people who have uh, given their lives trying to get the truth out, even though Glenn Beck will not play the truth about the Kennedy assassination. Well, hey, he, just do it for them. Because the, 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 the interview always starts with, and then I went to go shake the general's hand, and, <laughs> and I, I can't take it. Okay. Uh, another second. <laughs> X-chair. It is much more like a recliner than it is an office chair. It is super, super comfortable. It is really comfortable. Uh, and I will say that if you have a home office, uh, X-chair is perfect. Because if you're sitting in your chair for eight hours a day, ten hours a day, like so many Americans are, you uh, want to get a place uh, to sit where that is actually comfortable. Then you can actually support your back and make you feel uh, like when you get up, you're not, you know, you haven't her, you know, been lifting rocks all day because I think that can happen. And when you're sitting down for that long of a time, I mean, you really get your back and get it screwed up. If you don't have a good chair, invest in it because uh, the X chair is the best that you can do. And right now, the X basic model you can get for a hundred dollars off for as low as $30 a month with 0% financing. If you order today, you'll also get a free foot rest. All you have to do is uh, order at xchairbeck.com. Now, I know you can't sit in it and hear, listen to it on the radio, so they have a 30-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. But you're going to love it. It is really an amazing chair. Also, if you use the promo code XWheels, you're going to receive a, a free set of new X wheels, which makes this thing just glide. It's, it's really, really the best in the, in the wheels. Xchairbeck.com. Xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-Chair. And the promo code to get the wheels are X-Wheels. X-Wheels is the promo code at Xchairbeck.com. We're so glad that uh, you're here. Let's uh, let's get an update on our uh, on our draft pick for the worst uh, presidential grouping of candidates. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, I I'm going to finish in second on this one uh, with Beto, Swalwell, Inslee, and Williamson. I got 28 percent of the vote. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez, Andrew Heaton, and Pat Gray kind of all cl- clustered right around the same level uh, in third place. Um, but uh, in first place, mm, no. The guy whose name is on the show, and the only reason he won, of course, Glenn Beck. <laughs> no, I don't think so. What am I, the Yankees all of a sudden? I will say, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Warren Joe Biden, Biden Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg, and Tulsi Gabbard is a hell of a team. <laughs> That's a great I, team. That is the Yankees. I think, That's I, the Yankees. I think I'm even voting yeah, for you in this yeah, one. It's uh, the Yankees. But it's a good, solid collection, and thank you for uh, your vote. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stu. Um, I just got an email in from, uh, from Kirsten. She said, Gillibrand, because she was she surprised no, she went number two as no, well. This is a listener of ours who is nice. She said, uh, Glenn, thank you so much for all the team. And uh, thank you for all that you and your team do to help save the Constitution in the U.S. I just canceled my Amazon Prime subscription today and subscribed to the blaze TV dot com. Wow. Great programming every day on the radio. But your special on socialism was my decision making moment. Kirsten, thank you. Mm. Kirsten, I know, I know how tight money is, and I so appreciate it. I really do. Um, if you heard Stephen Crowder on radio today, Stephen, who is a personality on the Blaze, uh, you know they're they're targeting all of us now, and I urge you, even if it's not the Blaze, subscribe and and help those who are trying to get the information out that you think the 
the country needs because we are being squashed uh, now on all sides. And if you missed our special on socialism, here's a clip of it. Watch it for free on YouTube or Facebook all weekend. Here it is. Socialism. Socialism is on the rise. They need to speak. Despite being responsible for the deaths of over a hundred million people. Such secrets you the full collapse of the Soviet Union, the crumbling nations of North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela. The totalitarian police state of China. Socialists are coming out of the shadows. They're claiming virtue and moral superiority. I think it's horrifying enough just to watch the spoils of global socialism from the safety of our own borders. But this isn't a distant problem anymore. Our two great oceans that have always protected us, they don't insulate us anymore. It's already infiltrated our government. It's dismantled our values, brick by devastating brick. I talk to people all the time. They'll say, oh, we don't have anything to worry about. It can't happen here. The Constitution will save us. I mean, the founders, they created a system specifically designed to protect us from things like this. Really? Really? Such secrets you Does anybody even know the Constitution anymore? Couldn't be a Lenin here or a Mao or a Castro. Yeah, well, that's exactly what those people said. Hitler wasn't Hitler until he was in power killing people. Stalin wasn't Stalin until he got power and started killing people. And what do both of those systems have in common? Socialism. What if I were to tell you that the socialists that we're talking about, that we're watching every day, they don't need a violent revolution to seize power. The coup that they are plotting would be completely legal. It would be operating within the boundaries of our own system. This isn't some made-up plan. This has been planned decades ago. I told you once that the masks would eventually come off, and they have. The new left, the progressives. Now, they're now openly calling themselves socialists, even democratic socialists. And their plan is entering a very dangerous endgame stage. How do I know this? We found a document that was smuggled into the United States through the Iron Curtain in 1960. Then it was just lost. Nobody paid attention to it. But it describes exactly what's happening to us right now in great detail. My researchers found it again. We'll begin to show it to you tonight. It's the blueprint of how to legally and within the framework of our own system take over a country and flip it. 
It was originally written as a communist victory report. (laughs) But I have to tell you, as my staff and I read it, it chilled us to the bone. We see it for what it is. A roadmap to socialism. A warning from the dead. Please uh, watch that special. You can find it at uh, blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn, uh, and you will uh, save $10 on your membership for the year. Uh, but you can watch that special and then make your decision. You can watch it on Facebook uh, or YouTube. Look for Glenn Beck. Socialism, a warning from the dead. Watch it. Share it. You're listening to Glenn Beck.